This is all theater. This is all just political theater. Political theater. Political theater. Pure political theater. Theater. Political theater. The nefarious, significant, and protracted political, political, political theater for political theater's sake. I yield back. From Washington, this is Political Theater. Roll Call's review of the spectacle of politics on Capitol Hill and across the country. I'm Jason Day. Director Penny Lane's new documentary, Hail Satan, that's with a question mark, arrives in theaters at a time of pretty robust religious debate uh, in this country, in the United States. It charts the rise and growth of the Satanic Temple, a religious group that promotes religious pluralism and also calls attention to power structures, particularly what they consider theocratic uh, control and influence. Penny Lane, welcome to Political Theater. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, before we get to Hail Satan, your last couple of movies. I first uh, became aware of your uh, your work as a filmmaker with the film Our Nixon, which came out in 2013. Uh, and this was a, uh, a, a sort of a weaving together of, of home movies that H.R. Haldeman, John Ehrlichman, and Dwight Chapin, uh, all aides to President Nixon, took in the uh, 60s and 70s. It's kind of fascinating. And then uh, then your your next documentary feature was Nuts, uh, which uh, it, it, if you haven't seen it out there, listeners, uh, it, it is worth, it's worth a viewing. It is, uh, it's about the 1920s. It's about radio hucksters. It's about goat testicles and impotence cures. Uh, and now you're at Hail Satan. Uh, so the, I mean, the, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you how you got interested in this topic of, of, of the of religious freedom in the satanic temple? Well, I think I'm really interested in stories that provoke me to challenge, like they kind of challenge my own misconceptions um, or, or kind of, you know, provoke me into kind of questioning where, what kind of evidence I've drawn on to, to form my beliefs. And so when I heard about the satanic temple, I thought I knew everything, uh, as everyone does, uh, right, about right. Satanism. You're like, well, yes, of course, I know all about Satanism. Playing messages backwards on records, yeah, which I never you know, figured out how you actually do. Sacrificing babies right. and drinking goat's blood and you know committing evil acts uh, in the name of Satan. And um, so I was sort of amused and you know delighted by the kind of political theater that they were engaging mm-hmm. in. But I also was a little bit confused about the fact that they were Satanists because... Satanists are bad people, right. I think. Uh, you know, and, and just the, and they really they've only been around since about 2013. Yeah, right. So That's sa- when you started chronicling this. Yeah. So Satanism as a religion has been around since 1966 when Anton LaVey founded the Church of Satan, the first Satanic church. Um, the Satanic Temple you can think of as like a Reformation moment. Like it's a new Satanic church. That's mm-hmm. kind of like the new kid on the block, and they've taken some of the ideas from earlier Satanism and, and sort of changed them and updated them and modernized them. And they started in 2013, as you said. Right. And and really what they're uh, what they're getting at, what were the genesis of their formation was challenging. Uh, I mean, the, the, the film opens with them challenging Florida's plan to uh, allow school prayer. Right. And, mm-hmm. and they sort of they have this sort of protest moment in Tallahassee at the at the Capitol. And it is this moment that really change everything changes from that moment because uh, it doesn't involve immediately the one of the founders uh, Lucian Greaves who goes on to become more uh, involved as the public face of the satanic temple but it really does the, the film charts their efforts and their growth to challenge the sort of just the establishment of religion which is 
you know, apparently it's, uh, you know, for, for those just reading the First Amendment for the first time, it is prohibited from <laughs> establishing a religion, favoring one religion over another in the United States Constitution. And that's really what the crux of what the Satanic Temple is doing. Yeah. So basically what you have is you have a group of Satanists who, have, uh, who are now advocating for themselves and for others in the name of religious pluralism. So, yes, what they tend to do, their, their typical action would be to sort of spot a case where um, it's always Christian evangelicals, um, to be frank. Uh, you don't see this happening a lot with like Muslims or Jews, you know, but you know, so the Christian evangelicals show up and they say, well, you know, freedom of religion. So that should mean that we can be free to practice our religion. And we know that the freedom to practice. That sounds religion. good. Right? It is good, right? Religious freedom, religious liberty. Uh, so that means we should have, why shouldn't we have prayer in schools or religious monuments on public grounds if that's the will of the people and that's their freedom to practice their religion? Well, that's fine. But once you've done that, once you've opened the public forum in that manner, the Satanic Temple would come along and say, great, well, us too. Right. You can't just say we're going to distribute religious literature to public school children, but only the religions that we enjoy and like right. the most. You can't have a popularity contest. You can't discriminate amongst religious faiths. And, of course, that is an airtight argument in theory right and then you get into practice you right. know and then you see kind of how the workings of american democracy kind of don't always you know it's messy right and this this documentary of yours this film of yours i mean it it is it, it is a national it's a nationwide sort of survey of what's going on you're in tallahassee you're in uh you're you're documenting their efforts of, in front of the missouri supreme court on abortion language that the um, that the state was trying to pass in, into law. You're in Arkansas at a display for the Ten Commandments on state capitol grounds, and the one of the where you, where they get it where it gets into the political theater aspect, as you said, is that um, the the people in the Satanic Temple they they do like to have some fun, but they're also great like kind of artists too, and so they they want to say like, okay, you got your Ten Commandments there. Well, we're, we want a statue of Baphomet, which is one of the you know sort of more uh, uh, commonly known uh, satanic icons, which is it's a sort of this goat with angel, you know, wings and, and, and it's it's sort of this fascinating And Iggy Pop's know, chest. And, and Iggy Pop's chest as, as they get into, again, you just have to see the movie <laughs> to, <laughs> to understand what we're saying. But it, but it is this, um, it's, it's, it's an argument for yes, okay, fine, you'll have your Ten Commandments but we want Baphomet or we want you know, anything else that, you know, any other religion wants here. And it creates these incredibly sticky situations and it also inflames a lot of pa passion too right. among people, particularly on, in the in the Christian community who are counter-protesting yeah. some of this stuff. I mean, that's what makes them so effective. Um, you know, it's it's essentially, uh, a the film is really about the power of images, the power of symbols. You know, it's about these symbolic battles and why they are so meaningful. And they're not just decoration. I mean, they really mean something. Right. And you see that because when the atheists, you know, come along and want a bench, I mean, it becomes an argument, but it's right. not like anyone's that upset. Right. You know, it's like, okay, maybe. We'll give you your it. bench. Fine. Get the bench, you know. But it's not like a huge debate about, you know, religious freedom and intolerance. Um, the Satanists really are like a stress test mm -hmm. for the First Amendment. You know, what are, we, are we really going to practice what we preach here? 
And I, one of the things that struck me, too, is, is you're interviewing a number of the people in the Satanic Temple, whether it's a lawyer uh, from Phoenix who takes up a lot of the, the cases, or Lucian Greaves, who is, is the sort of the national spokesman, or this, uh, this, this woman who is a, you know, just an, an incredibly charismatic figure in, in the movement named Lex Blackmore in Detroit, who runs the Detroit chapter of the Satanic Temple, is that they're not saying, yes, we're, we're worshiping Satan as a deity. That's not really what this is about. What this is is presenting themselves as adversaries, yes. uh, which is is truly the etymology of the of the name Satan, mm-hmm. uh, and and pushing back on the attempts for people to establish religion in in a pluralistic secular society as we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what they would like for us to do is they would like for you know human beings to get a little better at judging people by what they do, and not by you know your preconceived notions about what someone looks like or Mm -hmm. what they say you know their religions about you know so they like to do good deeds in the name of satan to confuse people and to kind of shock them and provoke them into really questioning like what what is evil you know you know is it is it the westboro baptist church perhaps which is in the name of christianity sort of being hateful and, Mm -hmm. and violent and inflammatory or is it the Satanic Temple, which is by all accounts an incredibly nice organization trying to do like pro-social things to uphold the Constitution and improve the society, but in the name of Satan, you know, so it, it's a bit of a, a challenge to people. And one of the things that I was struck by in, in the movie also is when when the members of the temple are, are talking about um, some of the ways that they that people have been uncom- made uncomfortable by Satan, it trace it doesn't trace back too long. I mean, the the whole concept of adding uh, one nation under God to the pledge dates back to the 1950s, not to 1776. Uh, putting in God we trust on money, also from the same sort of era, and also that my favorite part of this was it's just it's amazing that a lot of these Ten Commandments placards and and sort of movement came out of. A publicity, uh, you know, stunt from Paramount Pictures when they were trying to publicize the Ten Commandments in the 1950s, and you have like this great footage of Charlton Heston showing up and like unveiling the, you know, this statue for the Ten Commandments. It wasn't like from the religious, like uh, aspect. It was a publicity stunt from Hollywood. That's right. And then within like one generation or even potentially less, you know, you've got these absolutely hypocritical lawmakers standing next to these monuments and saying this is an integral part of our national history and heritage we must not remove these you know it's as if it's been there from the beginning with this kind of false idea that somehow the constitution is based on the ten commandments which like if you just read the ten commandments and it's an interesting yet false uh, claim <laughs> clearly yeah. not true right. um and uh you know so so but so it's this kind of hilarious hypocrisy where these same lawmakers will say well the satanic temple they're just trolls they're just looking for attention there's no authenticity to their religion they're just doing this for to get on fox news or something and then you know at the same in the same sentence sort of talking Speaking about of trolls yeah talking about these <laughs> monuments <laughs> right. as if they're like you know like sacred to our to our history or something right. and they're really they're they're just paramount pictures movie promotions and what one of the things that i uh, you you're great at at found footage uh, i mean and when we saw and i saw this especially i mean this is one of the reasons i love our nixon is that this this footage was there you know it was and 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 you brought it uh you know to public attention and one of the things that you do is you, you have these sort of found footages of like different religious movies whether it's the ten commandments or 
you know, like these sort of like biblical education cartoons about Adam and Eve, like with very, you know, tastefully displayed hair over breasts and so <laughs> forth, you know, to make sure the kids don't get too excited uh, while they're watching this. And the, the, as you're showing some of this, whether it's Abraham, you know, trying to th- figure out if he's going to, you know, like sacrifice his son, um, that you have it overlaid with some of the members of the temple saying, now, you know, people would say that like Satan tempted Abraham not to kill his son. Uh, but we, you know, a member of the Satanic temple would say, Satan was actually saying like, hey, dude, don't kill your son. <laughs> like, what <laughs> like, are you doing? The, yeah, you're, you're about to knife your own kid. Uh, because and, of some uh, god right. who told you so right. like that's a good reason right question and, mark and and so they they sort of turn it on their turn it on its head which is like the very basis of sort of intellectual capacity is to try to like figure out like oh is this the right thing to do yeah, like critical you know, thinking right, critical thinking so i i but it, it, and again, again like i'm i'm agnosticist i don't know i don't these are all made up stories in my opinion right like i don't really care if you think Abraham's the good guy or the bad guy or God's right. But it's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And it's part of this millennia-long conversation we've been having in the West, which we've organized around Christian thought. So, like, these are live, real things that have changed over time. Like, we've reinterpreted the Bible again and again and again. Mm-hmm. The Satanists are simply engaging in the same process. And that's the thing that is, again, very sort of vividly portrayed in this, is that so much of this is based on, like, take a second look at what's going on here. I mean, like the, the, you know, Satanists are not worshiping like a guy with horned hooves and, and a pitchfork and just wanting to like, who, who wants to sacrifice babies and make everybody listen to Judas Priest. You know, I mean, I, I mean that, that's, that's not what's going on. And, and it is, and I, I will say that they are kind of trolls. They're, you know, like, they're, and they're very good at it too. I mean, whether it's photo bombing, you know, some of these like you know, kind <laughs> of state legislators who are imposing in front of the 10 commandments things, or just sort of provoking people into thinking differently about something, which is, again, as you said, a, a basic tenet of critical thinking and is to, is to make people think twice about what they're doing or what they're saying or what they've accepted as common knowledge or wisdom. Yeah. And that's why I think I had so much respect for their whole mission Mm -hmm. you know I and I get it myself like as a filmmaker I feel like my mission is not so different you know I'm asking people to do a lot of intellectual labor with my films Mm -hmm. to really rethink what they think they know about something and so I try to wrap it up in what fun humor Mm -hmm. entertainment I mean that's what you do (laughs) you know it's really difficult to get people to do this very difficult work uh, of overturning false beliefs let's say um, so, yeah, so I kind of got it from the beginning. Like, right. you know, it's like, yeah, there's an element of delighting in, in, in making people uncomfortable, but it's with the intention of then sitting down and having a very interesting conversation about humanity, you know, right. not just to make people upset and then laugh at them. Right. Like, no, it's not their goal, you know? No, and, and I think that, you know, th- this is also, it's not an abstract, you know, set of questions. I mean, the Supreme Court itself is considering a case of, about a, a cross monument in Bladensburg, which is just across the district line in, in Maryland. Um, and the number of the people that you show in the in the movie, you know, they're I mean, whether it's Rick Scott, who was governor of Florida and is now a senator uh, and and, a, and apparently has the president's ear on a number of issues um, being from Florida. Or uh, Greg Stanton, who was the mayor of Phoenix and, and was sort of caught in this weird crossfire of, of whether the Satanic Temple would be allowed to give the invocation at a city council meeting. Uh, he's now a member of Congress himself. I mean, th- this is a, th- and this is really at the crux of how we're organized as a society. It's the First Amendment. Uh, it's the first time where th- this, this meant enough to the founders that, that they're like, 
we've got this constitution and we need to fix some things. And the very first thing we're going to fix is to make sure that we, the people understand that, you know, we are not going to establish a state religion. Yeah. And it's so important that people not frame this in an, in an incorrect way. It's not atheists versus religion. Like the first amendment is there to protect religion from the government. Like, I don't know why it gets so twisted all the time. You know, I mean, it's sort of like, well, I do know why. <laughs> it's right. just bad faith arguments is why. But, you know, it's just it's frustrating because, you know, I think that America is a very religious country. And if you go to Europe, you know, they know that about us. Like, we're crazy about God over here, you know. And um, you find churches on every corner in America and always new ones coming up all the time. New religion, new religious movements. That's been the, like this country's history. And it's because we don't have a state religion. If you go to Europe, you see these beautiful cathedrals that are empty mm-hmm. because that's what state religion becomes you know it becomes kind of empty government theater uh in america like you know we have this like beautiful pluralistic notion that's the idea it's not just about diversity of like skin color and everything else religion has always been part of it so you know yes i totally agree um there's a kind of um the people who wave the flag of religious freedom most frequently really don't mean that and it's and it's a real distinct hypocrisy they really mean like my religion should be in the halls of power and no one else's and it's an unbelievable and constant battle that they are fighting and they're motivated so the rest of us are sitting around saying like whatever who cares it's not my thing like religion who cares if the god we trust is on the money or whatever um i don't care if they have a prayer in front of the Phoenix City Council meeting, let them do their thing. But what we're not paying attention to is the fact that all of those seemingly small symbolic things add up to a concerted, no-joke conspiracy to establish establish a state religion. And it's not like, I mean, I used to think that was so overblown. When I first met the the Satanists and they would say those kinds of things, I'd be like, well, that sounds a little dramatic, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's not quite that. And then... (laughs) And then I, like, learned some stuff and, and then realized that, uh, and I know it is actually that dramatic, and there's no particular reason for me to be sanguine about it. Mm-hmm. Like, just because we have um, a, a secular society today doesn't mean we will always have that. Right. I mean, of course, it seems laughable, right? But it's happened in other places. I don't know. There's a reason that The Handmaid's Tale is a fairly compelling, uh, compelling watching on It's a uh, really Hulu. good point. Right. You know, yeah. I think that's right. I think that, that show really did touch that nerve. I think people are a little bit more aware than they have been in the past about this kind of plot to take over America, which once again, ironically, is not by the Satanists, which right. we all thought during the 80s and 90s. It's actually uh, the Christian majority and um, a particular strand of the Christian majority, I should say. Most Christians don't want religion and government either. It's, it's just a very particular and very motivated right. minority of Christians who do. Well, that's going to do it for us. Penny Lane, thank you very much for joining us on Political Theater. Thank you. This was super fun. And thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, NPR One, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can even ask the speakers in your house, the, the, your smart house, maybe even your smart refrigerator, uh, to bring us up. You can please take a moment to rate us on iTunes as well. For more on this and other stories, you can visit rollcall.com or find us on Twitter at rollcall. And thank you for listening.